back by popular demand among neutrals, United centre-back lottery returned for the trip to the south coast, with Mourinho pitching not one but two midfielders into his backline in McTominay and Matic. Both have done it before. McTominay in the 3-1 defeat at West Ham at the end of September, incidentally his penultimate outing before being placed on ice, and Matic in the latter stages of Tuesday's desperate Champions League win over Young Boys. Crow barring two players into a makeshift backline was asking for trouble. It was not a huge surprise, therefore, when Matic, who has been off the pace at best this season, was left red-faced following his part in Southampton's opener. Speaking beforehand, Mourinho explained why Matic would be filling in at centre-half, reeling off a list of absentees, which included Bailey, Smalling and Lindelof, while Rojo, he explained, was only fit enough for the bench. One can't help but feel though that it all rather suits the Mourinho narrative. The Portuguese has not been too shy about reminding everybody how he wanted a centre-half, any centre-half would have done for poor Josie, in the summer. Maguire, Mina, Godin and plenty of others whose names have since been forgotten were all reported to be United transfer targets at least one time or another, but none arrived at Old Trafford and Mourinho has not stopped sulking since. On one hand he has a point, but independent of that, electing to start with three central defenders, away to a side with only one Premier League win and just 10 goals, is either desperate or misguided. It's a recurring theme for the Red Devils this season. Their build-up play is far too slow and it was evident in the visitors' top-pass combinations at the end of the game, which were primarily between the members of that mix-and-match defensive line. It's a problem which has plagued United for a while now, and was every bit as evident against a limited young boys side in the Champions League in the week. All too often, Mourinho's side have possession for possession's sake, while their average possession duration of 11.46 seconds puts them in a healthy 6th place in the Premier League, they lack purpose, invention and guile, that was the case again at Southampton. That was put into even sharper focus by the fact that they managed just a single shot in the second half. Of the 199 passes they completed after halftime, only one took them into the penalty area. The tone for Pogba's display against Southampton was set after just 12 minutes when the midfielder somehow brought down a loose ball while losing his footing before instantly losing possession carelessly. On one hand, he's outrageously gifted, on the other, he is outrageously frustrating. Time and time again, the Frenchman wanted too long on the ball, surrendering possession cheaply. The fact that he finished behind Matic, McTominay, Herrera and even Jones for completed passes speaks volumes for his lack of care when on the ball as much as United's lack of thrust and penetration. There is a lot to be said for doing the simple things well, but the sense one gets from the World Cup winner is that is not enough. If that is the case, then the former Juventus man needs someone close to him to point out the identity of the man he calls his boss. Mourinho values reliability, 
simplicity and solidity above everything else. You'd rather have a player who hits 7 out of 10 every week than one who peaks at 10 out of 10 on a handful of occasions. On the evidence of this season, Pogba is neither and that is a huge problem for player, club and coach. After a sluggish start, the England international grew into the game and was the visitor's brightest spark at St. Mary's. It was Rashford who supplied the pass for Lukaku to spring free of the Saints' backline and finish, and it was United's number 10 who provided the assist for Herrera to level, darting down the right before cutting back for the Spaniard to tuck home. He created more chances than everybody else, completed 7 of 10 passes in the attacking third, 3 of 4 take-ons, and even recovered possession twice for United. It might be a cynical move, but at a time when he's coming under more scrutiny than ever, Mourinho would do well to protect and progress the cause of the native. There is nothing football fans like more than seeing one of their own thriving. There was another team in this game. Southampton were quick out of the blocks and took advantage of United's slow start to race into a two-goal lead, which they very much deserved. At the center of everything good about the hosts was forward Redmond and strike partner Obafemi. The pair caused United problems throughout, with Obafemi's involvement only ending when he suffered a knock. The teenager was making his first Premier League start, but played with more freedom and verve than anyone in United colors, save for Rashford. He made the opening goal, collecting Redmond's pass and somehow evading Fellaini before laying the ball off for Armstrong to hit home. He was strong throughout, using his body well and linking the play while working tirelessly for his team. Redmond, meanwhile, looked the Saints' biggest threat, and if the hosts were going to retake the lead, the smart money would have been on the winger who turned forward being involved. It has been a horrible couple of years for the Saints, but in Obafemi and a revitalized, though still goalless Redmond, they have a focal point to build around. After leaving Fulham with two Premier League goals to his name, it would have been easy for the midfielder to have a bit of a lull. But this hasn't been the case, and Armstrong seems to be only getting better by the game. It's clear to see that his confidence is growing with every game that he plays and his goal against United was tucked away superbly. If he can continue to influence the game from midfield, he might just be able to lift the burden off the Saints attackers.